0: Yeah, uh, Heavy Crown Radio, you know it's going down With Denise, you can see, she's the queen with the crown Talking real life, wild nights, and current events Breaking down, even giving tips on relationships Hey, you don't wanna miss, ready, here we go Keep it tuned in, Heavy Crown Radio Super entertaining, yeah, that's for sure Keep it tuned in, Heavy Crown Radio Hey, everybody. I would very much like to stop opening these intros with, hey, it's been a minute, so let me just say, what's up? I'm back. The break is over. And if you hear any sizzling, that's just my rosé because I'm celebrating and I don't care it's the day after Christmas. I care that Kim K passed the baby bar and Megan the Stallion graduated college, proving that you can be both sexy and smart. So everybody talked shit about the sex tape. Kim. Everybody talks shit about WAP for Megan. Look at the shit they're doing now. You know, Kim's going to become a lawyer, and I know she is. And I know that she's going to get people like Julius Jones out of jail who definitely don't deserve to be there. Because if you've listened to this show, you know that there there are definitely people that are in prison that don't deserve to be. Like our justice system is just so. I won't even get into that because I just want to celebrate right now. So I also want to talk about. What Megan's doing. So she's going to be creating these assisted living facilities to help people gain experience because she got her degree in HIM, which is, you know, health information management. The big thing about that for me is I remember, you know, when I got my credential, everybody was saying, you know, nobody's going to hire you because you don't have the experience, blah, blah, blah. She's basically opening these facilities to help people gain the experience to get better jobs. And if that isn't, you know, huge if that is, isn't huge news and it's something to look up to and something to aspire to i don't know what is you know she went through so much shit you know Tory lane shot her in the foot whatever now all of a sudden the bullets are missing and it's bullshit but like i said i want to celebrate it i want to get into that i really do i just want to take a minute or two or three to just say how amazing it is and how i love to see women winning doing well, when people kicked them when they were down, and now they're on top and you can kiss their ass. And because I know people are going to take that the wrong way, what I'm saying is I want to celebrate Megan Thee Stallion for graduating college, doing her damn thing. I'm not celebrating the bullets being lost. Well, let's be real. I'm actually pissed about that, but I'm trying to stay on track and stay happy. Let's keep it upbeat, you know? I also want to give the men a little credit here so charlemagne the god has been doing some dope hard-hitting interviews and i am here for it he's becoming the male oprah so he interviewed travis scott recently which was really interesting i think you should really watch that if you haven't um the kamala harris one who's you know the vice president of the united states which i didn't like it because i felt like she was trying to prevent him from asking the hard-hitting questions about you know, fellow members of, the, of you know, the Democratic Party. So he wasn't allowed to ask certain things. And she kept saying, don't act like a Republican, because she knew if she said that, he would ultimately back off because he didn't want to appear that he was a Republican. So I kind of felt like, oh, I don't really like that, man. I feel like you're, you're trying to prevent him from asking these questions and you're putting him in a really difficult position. But Charlemagne bites his tongue for no one, as he says in his book. And if you haven't read Black Privilege, please go out and get it dope book. Um but I really didn't like that she was trying to prevent him from asking the hard questions and I feel like he is so famous and infamous for asking and making the mo- the most bizarre statements during interviews like I love him because of the fact that he literally looked Kanye West in the eye and said Jesus was trash and Jesus was trash. That was just not a good album and I was here for him saying that because to be honest with you, I didn't like Jesus. I feel like Kanye has not put out a good album since my beautiful doc twisted fantasy in 2010. So he, Kanye needs to make a comeback with that instead of, you know, trying to get his wife back who doesn't want to be with him because she moved on to, you know, BDE Pete Davidson. So I'll move on from that though. I read recently that Bill Clinton has gone from, you know, blow jobs in the oval to doing puzzles to stay shop. And I just wanted to take a moment to, uh, Also note how the mighty have fallen. (laughs) You know, imagine going from you know, getting BJ's in the Oval to I do puzzles to stay sharp. Very interesting. Very just. I I don't know. It made me laugh. I died when I read it. I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. Just you know, it's just so strange to me how people hold him in such high reverence, but Monica Lewinsky gets like slut shame to death. People still don't have respect for her, but they have the ultimate amount of respect for him. And quite frankly, I think the world owes her an apology for the way we treated her for a dumbass mistake she made when she was 21 years old. So got my God, if I, I mean, I didn't have any cigars at my hoo-ha when I was 21 or anything crazy like that. But what I will say is nobody should be held responsible for mistakes they made in their youth. And speaking of mistakes, I got to get this out there because this has been bothering me a lot. Um, I know Ben Affleck did an interview with Howard Stern recently and made some, I would say, confessions about how he felt during his marriage to Jennifer Ghana. And I just want to say I love him, love Jennifer Ghana, but I don't feel like he needs to go on an apology tour for any of the things that he said. That was his experience feeling trapped and, you know, just feeling all of these things. I don't think it's an insult to her. I think it's just, it speaks to his experience and who are we to sit here and say, he shouldn't be able to speak about how he felt, what his experiences were. And everyone's going to say, oh, but his children, but his children, I think his children should know the truth. And to be honest, I don't think he said anything that was all that bad. I think what he said was obviously he has the old, like everybody just kind of negated the rest of the good shit that he said about her, which kind of bothered me because I was actually proud of all the good stuff he said about her. But one of the things I really have to say is, you know, in the Northeast and especially be, you know, around here, people are very honest and people are very blunt about their feelings and their experiences. And I feel like the reason that people are attacking him is because they're not from this arena and they don't understand that, We're very forthcoming. We're very blunt. You know, we're we're just forthright. We say what's on our mind, and sometimes we do it without thinking. You know, there's a lot of things I've said that probably haven't aged well, and there's a lot of things that I've probably done that that I'd probably say there's a lot of things I've done and said on here that I probably don't agree with now, and you know, in hindsight, I probably would have you know said things a little bit differently, but. I don't think that he had I don't think he deserved to go on an apology tour over it. I think, you know, he has all the respect in the world for her and I think that everybody just needs to calm down and stop, you know, perpetuating cancel culture. And another thing that I really have to touch upon is I don't know if any of you follow the Lad Bible on Instagram, but I follow them basically everywhere. <laughs> um not as often as I'd like, but I definitely keep up with them, so <laughs> I can't even get this out. So they posted a picture, I guess, with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger, with the caption that, according to the Journal of Sexual Medicine, shorter men are more sexually active than taller men. And this is just strange. And they because they they put it as. 531 heterosexual men in the study and found that males under five, nine got it on more than their taller counterparts. That's the terms they use, not the terms I use. But so (laughs) I'm just sitting here and I'm like, how is, I mean, how is under five, nine short? I would say maybe under five, five is short, I guess, to some people. I don't know. I'm five feet. So anything's taller than me, but I was just kind of like, that's crazy because I don't really think that's true. I think the taller men are definitely getting it in more, or at least least I would think so. But I'd like to know how they got this sample, if this was a voluntary response or if this was, you know, a random sample, because I, I need to know if this is accurate or not, just for my own curiosity. It's a nice little tidbit I thought of sharing with you guys. So ultimately, what do you think? Do you think that short men have more sex than taller men? Because I definitely, I wouldn't be able to say either way. Oh, gee, sorry. That was like a crazy video that opened. It was, um, what do you call it? Within this TMZ article from, they're, t- where they're talking about the Lad Bible. It was some Spider-Man video. Because I guess Spider-Man came out recently with Tom Holland. And Tom Holland is apparently all about this, you know, short men having more sex than tall men. So I don't know. But he's also, you know, he's 5'8". I don't think that's, I really don't think that's short to me. I don't know. You guys let me know what you think, but I digress. Had to top off my rosé for this one because I just wanted to shout out Hunter and Max from the Winging It podcast by Wingmen of the Year. They are so awesome. They had me on as a guest um, last week. I think it was either last week or the week before. I don't know. Time's blending in, but we had so much fun. Um, it'll be out in January at some point, but... I actually met them while I was on a date and that didn't work out, um, which we need to normalize shit not working out and moving on. So we're not even going to get into that portion of it. But I met these two great guys. They are awesome. They have a great podcast. They actually have some really dope content that a lot of people aren't exploring right now. So if you're looking for something to really stimulate your mind in the most uncensored way and to really be open. These guys are for you. I love them. I think they have the best podcast. They really have so many great things going on. So many big people they've interviewed. They actually just did something with, I want to say it was the creator of Comedy Central, and it was really cool. So you guys really have to check them out. So this is just going to be a little short one for you guys tonight, but I do have some homework for you. I need you to go watch the, and do not Google it. Promise me. I need you to watch Pats one and two of the Dakota Entrapment Tapes. And I need you to watch Enemies of the State. Do not Google them. I want you a blind reaction to them as you listen to my future episodes on them because I oh this like the pain I feel in my chest from like watching it, which it's it's a good pain. It's like it was a good shock. It was it was a real good shocking experience, but it was also really sad and really messed up how you don't really know how things happen sometimes. And I don't want to give too much away, but you guys really have to watch those because I'm going to be doing episodes on those two docs coming up. Enemies of the State is on Hulu. And I believe that um, the Dakota Entrapment Tapes, part one and two, those are on Amazon Prime. But I can also post the link to the ones that Daphne sent me. So shout out to Daphne because Daphne is the one who um, sent the Dakota entrapment tapes to me. And my God, are they just fucked up, um, extremely fucked up. But it's eye opening. And it's something that I think we all need to see, especially with you know what I mentioned earlier about the justice system. So everybody check those out. So that's my homework for you. And I will close this by saying I watched my Wrapped on, um, I want to say it was Spotify. Yeah, I think it's yeah Spotify Wrapped. And I only gave you guys 69 minutes of entertainment this past year. So we're going to start a new regime next year and we're going to give you more. I'm going to give you more. And it's going to be epic and it's going to be amazing and you're going to love it. I've been working really hard on a case um, that I'm going to be sharing with you. Um, you can go to the Callous podcast to listen to where that is right now. That's going to be um, explored deeper. And we've been doing Facebook lives on that, my friend Krista and I. So if you guys want to check that out, we'll be doing a live, or I don't know if Krista would be doing it with me, but I'll be doing a live tomorrow um, in the Justice for Calvin group. So feel free to join that on Facebook. Come on in, learn about the case. You will be shocked. Like I said, I'm coming back better than ever. It's going to be a good 2022. One thing I want to say is I want you to sound off in the in the messages. You can leave me voice messages on Anchor if you download the Anchor app. And you can leave me messages about anything that I say here. And I'll feature them in an episode. So... Leave me some messages. I can't wait to see what y'all have to say. And Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and I will see you guys soon.